0: Hi, right. hi, and welcome to an uh, late slash emergency episode <laughs> of of the Technical File Podcast. Uh, I'm Ben Thompson, the uh, author of Stratechery. and I'm Manton Reese, blogger and iPhone developer, and and fellow uh, attendee. At least in San Francisco, I I I went to the keynote session. For WWDC. I didn't attend any of the rest of it. Did, did you go to the whole thing?
1: Oh, I didn't have a ticket to the actual conference. So I attended okay. even less of it. I watched the <laughs> keynote and
0: watched some of the other sessions. And So uh, we were both using W W C. as an excuse to actually go to the Warriors game. Hey,
1: that works. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> well, we've been talking about the entire podcast run. We've talked about it all year. We did go to, we did, we're, we're heads up, we're going to keep this short. We just want to get this in before game seven. Um, we did go to game five. And uh, I think talking before it, I think we both expected the, the Cavs to win. Is that right? I, I was on.
1: I, I was on the fence a little bit. Like if when if we rewind back to the last time we recorded, which I think was after episode, uh, not episode, after game, after two. game two. Yeah, I, I threw out that I could see uh, the home team winning all the way up until game seven. So I got that a little wrong. That the Warriors were able to get one in Cleveland. And so if you had think if you think about like what I kind of predicted would happen, I expected game five would go to the Warriors, but. Right. That day, as we got to the arena, I was kind of on the fence. I wasn't sure how it would actually play out.
0: So, so just to back up, I mean, what a crazy series this has been. So uh, just to start out, I picked Warriors in five. Uh, you picked Cleveland in seven. So needless to say, I have I have lost that, and you are very much in play, which will be very impressive. But what was interesting about this is I actually think my pick was correct had Green played. Mm-hmm. like Had Green not been suspended— uh, I I think they win in five and for the record I think like he deserved it I mean remember he didn't get suspended for the hit he got suspended by getting a flagrant foul which is unnecessary contact which he did and the reason he was up at that many points is because instead of suspending him for the kick and the groin, in the game two they gave him a flagrant foul foul two with that kick to Steven Adams I mean the like the problem isn't just that play against LeBron. It's the other plays that came before it, and like the tackling Beasley against the Rockets. So uh, for the record, I'm not opposed to it, but I do think if he plays... Like that series feels over, but he didn't. And the door opened, and man, Cleveland has charged through it to say the least.
1: Yeah, it's it's impressive. And yeah, that's the thing. Like, it's hard to predict what would happen if a different player is in. And I agree. It's this isn't out of <laughs> this is not out of uh, nowhere that uh, he's missing a game. I mean, there's a there's a pattern here.
0: Um, totally, and the, and the reason I mentioned it is because I, I I mean, not to jump right ahead to it, but like as I think about this game seven, I mean, the game five it's like I I've never we've talked about this on the podcast I think it's been a theme like the hard thing with this series is is and this is the hard thing for coaching in general I think is why it's so hard to when the biggest reason it's so difficult to coach the NBA is at when do you rely on kind of the large sample size like over the course of a season or multiple seasons and when do you rely on sort of like the game-to-game adjustments are being made and we need to make a counter adjustment and and Like not just for the adjustments for this game seven, but like figuring out who do you think is going to win. This is like a a, a perfect example of like how difficult that can be.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And with game five, I mean, you know, we, we talked a little bit about earlier in the series how Kyrie in particular, you know, sometimes he will get hot and have one of those games. And I thought he was due for like a 41 point game um and he had he got one but it's hard to say like what would have happened if green had been in there what if bogut hadn't gotten hurt you know i mean there's it's impossible to predict it is Um, it
0: is and he was unbelievable that game and you were actually you noticed this first so we got there early so we could watch like the famous like warriors warm-ups and stuff like that yeah and actually uh one steph curry wasn't that phenomenal warm-ups uh but i remember (laughs) well he missed like a half-court shot and you're like
1: Oh, he's a little off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, he, he was, I mean, he was missing a fair, a fair amount, which was a strong counter to what you noticed on the other end of the court.
1: Yeah. I was, I was watching Kyrie and it's like, I was just kind of counting his threes and he made, I think 15 threes in a row. during.
0: Yeah. That I yeah. Caught. You, I think you were up to seven before you kind of got my attention. I'm like, right. Oh yeah. And then, and then he kept going. Yeah. He was hot in warmups. He was hot in the game and he had some unbelievable shots in that game. And, and, and the other thing is like, there's two things. Like, one, I was so down on his defense after game two, and I th- and I think fairly. I th- do think his defense has gotten better. He's trying for one, but, I, and this, a lot of people are talking about this, so this isn't certainly a unique observation, but the Kevin Love, I mean, I think Love's a better, probably a little better defender he gets credit for, but when Kyrie and Love are on the floor together, it's just, like, you can deal with one one problematic defender, but you can't deal with two. Mm-hmm. And, and to the degree that that he i ha- i think that that's helped them it's helped them like just just uh not having him on the floor and and kind of i it's hard to say he's played a fair bit like more than probably you would expect given the guy you know the guy had a concussion and i think they're probably better without him but there's no question that that um i think that uh, well it's biggest, just i
1: mean if you look at love in game 5 two, two points and he played a bunch.
0: He played a lot. You're right. He played you're, a, mean, a that's lot. Kind of I mean, he just point.
1: was really not good at all. And if you look at some of the other games before and after, he didn't score a lot, but he played very few minutes, like coming yeah, the off the big, bench. And you're uh, right.
0: Game four. The big, difference, the big difference, I think, is that what Cleveland has done on defense relative to the first two games is they have figured out a way to make guys other than Curry and Clay beat them. And specifically, Harrison Barnes is the biggest example, but other guys as well. Mm-hmm. And the other Warriors have not been up to the challenge. Yeah. And I think that, in a nutshell, has been the biggest problems. I mean, even that Game 5 of Green was out, if Harrison Barnes plays an average game or shoots an average game the Warriors are at least it's at least going down to the wire uh and I mean the guy has so many wide open shots and I think that's been uh, as far as defense the biggest adjustment and the one thing they're doing is um and Zach Lowe has a great article of this today but they're what they're doing is they're defending they're putting LeBron James on on Draymond Green and so what happened last game this happened in the, in the games in Cleveland as well but the that lets them switch that green curry pick and roll. And, and basically it's taking both of them out of the game. And what they're doing is – the, the, what's happening is Barnes is getting wide open because they're helping off in all the other directions. And basically Cleveland has decided that Harrison Barnes is going to beat them and he has not been up to it for a, at least two games in a row now. Yeah,
1: he was not good at all the last two games. Shot I think 14 15%. Uh, in game five yeah. and like zero percent in game six. I know he got worse. Uh, it was, it so it was, it was, and Livingston too. Like we talked uh, in game, it was either one or two where he took over the game and like they were like, okay, if Livingston's going to beat us, like that's it. And he beat them, right? Uh, and he's not been able to do that the last
0: couple of games. He, he has not. And meanwhile, I mean, LeBron has just been has just been unbelievable. I mean, do you see that he uh, he is leading the finals in in points, rebounds, assists, blocks, and steals. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> so
1: that has to I mean that leads to the other I mean we're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit, but if the Warriors win game seven. LeBron as MVP. If Curry or Clay doesn't have, or not, he has to be this year. He has to be this year
0: because I mean, last year you could. He didn't shoot well last year. Like, he right. shot like thirty eight percent. But he's shooting well this year. I think you have to give it to him. Like I think he's the MVP without without doubt. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless he just totally crafted by this game, which I have a hard time seeing. And honestly, it's kind of changed. Like so, what a bias I have when it comes to watching basketball when it comes to watching sports in general is I love seeing greatness, right? So I love seeing the Warriors break 73 records. Like, just like I love seeing the bulls or 73 wins. just like I love the bulls seeing 72 wins. And I've been kind of, I'm not a golden state fan. As I I've mentioned, I'm a bucks fan, but I've w- been wanting them to win the championship just because I find it satisfying to see a great team. And for them to truly be a great team, they have to win the championship after winning 73, 73 games. Mm-hmm. But I, I kind of feel like my bias has changed. Like, what I mean, I think LeBron James is a he's a top three player of all time, top five at a minimum. Like the guy gets way more guff than I think he deserves. Uh, I, I I don't think his finals record is is on him to the degree people think it is. I was tearing him apart for Game Two. To be fair, I mean i I fell into it as well. But but if he leads this comeback, playing like this, coming down from three one, beating the best regular season of all time, like I mean we're. I mean, not to be hyperbolic, but we're talking about the conversation about the greatest player of all time at that point. I think that's fair. And he's so
1: good. I mean, like, especially like being there, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things you miss when you're in person because you don't hear the announcers. But there's also a lot of things you see and you feel that um, you'll miss on TV. And one of them that always strikes me is every single time LeBron gets the ball in warm ups or in the game, he is booed by thousands of people and it's loud. <laughs> I no. But the like just to be able to be calm and hit his shots and just block all that out. I mean, he is he's just playing very very well and he's not being phased by the pressure. I mean, he's been here before. Yes, he's lost a bunch in the
0: finals, but he knows what it takes. Yeah, and, and the 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 thing that Robron has done, and we did talk about this, I'm pretty sure, is he has been protecting the rim the last few games. And when when you have when you can play Thompson, who's not a great rim defender, or or and have LeBron cleaning up behind him like it makes such a difference and and w- what's happened is Golden State had a rim protection advantage in the series generally but it's turned out that Cleveland has bad, had the better rim protection the last few games. Mm-hmm. And in the NBA that's huge. And part of it I think is Curry. I still think Curry's hurt. I think we've been pretty consistent on that. Um but you you get you're kind of getting these secondary effects now, right? Where Curry's doing stupid stuff. Like he's committing dumb fouls uh and and part of it I think it, like he's in his head. Certainly, I think the the him not performing the finals thing is getting in his head. Even though last year he actually outperformed his season averages, it's still kind of a thing. Like he's not he's not right, and he's not right. Just his knee now it feels like he's not right mentally either.
1: Yeah, I I mean certainly, I don't know how he's going to come out in Game Seven. I mean, fouls out Game Six, super frustrated. But then I read something that said that he was just completely after Game Six, like in the locker room, he's completely calm like just like he's he's going to be ready to be completely focused uh and not lose his temper and stuff but like rent protection yeah it's a big deal and if you look at Cavs have been able to out rebound Tristan Thompson has been great um the only times uh so Iguodala lots of rebounds game five he's hurt I don't know what I mean yeah, he was limping. He's I mean, he's, up, yeah, he's obviously really hurt. Uh, I mean, I couldn't believe he was out on the court in Game Six, just kind of limping, holding his back. Um, and then Bogut out for the, you know, the series. So, where are they going to get rim protection? Where are they going to get rebounds? Offensive rebounds. Uh, I mean, they, they they can't let the Cavs. If the Calves out rebound them by ten, fifteen, uh, doesn't matter how many threes Curry makes. I mean, it's going to be difficult.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, they, they got to win on the three. They they have to get something from a third player, and, yeah. and Barge is the most likely candidate. You got to wonder how much is in his head right now. Yeah. The other thing that's well, you interesting, say third
1: player. That's assuming that Curry and Clay are also on fire, which yeah, that's is not. True. A, I mean, that's not. Am I not? You don't know. I mean, I expect yeah. they will both come out firing and great. But Clay hasn't. I think had I think Clay's gonna be great. I think Clay's expected. gonna have a great game. Yeah, you say uh, he's, Clay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we expected him to have one of those like Oklahoma City game six type games again, and he hasn't. So, I mean, this could be it. Right. But I, all accounts of
0: him are like he 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 barely knows it's game seven. <laughs> like he's just <laughs> like he, he, he just out like he's super competitive. He watches shots. But like he's he's just like he's cool as a cucumber. Apparently, um, the, the other thing that's interesting is what Cleveland's doing on offense is the way they're like they're relentlessly going after Curry like they are they're doing like they're setting screens with Curry's man every time trying to force a switch. And then whoever has Curry goes one-on-one and you, you, I think that's part of what's in Curry's head too. Like he is getting picked on absolutely on defense. He's getting in foul trouble. He, uh, you know, his knees probably still not completely right. He's missing shots that he usually hits. And I mean, there's a certain aspect here where the last couple of games, like LeBron James has kind of laid down the law about, yeah, you've had a nice couple regular seasons, but let's remember who's boss here. (laughs) Oh, man. It's wild to think
1: about this uh, the regular season versus the playoffs. The Warriors do not look nearly as good as they did in the regular season. And in fact, if they lose tonight, I think they will have the same number of losses in the the play no more they have more- no same number of home losses in the playoffs as as all year i don't know i can't remember it's a lot of no i think it's I think it's all nine. losses
0: it's all losses i think they'll have the same number of losses in the playoffs that they did in the regular season yeah be nine and nine something like that is, yeah yeah it's amazing i so i now we have to make our picks i mean i i i feel like to the extent this year that i have stuck with like what i thought going into a series I've, I, I would have been right more often than not. Yeah. So I'm going to pick the Warriors. But one, I don't feel great about it at all. And two, I have to admit, there's this burgeoning part of me that would love to see the Cavs win just for LeBron. Because I, mean, I think what the, the legacy he will get after winning this game is the legacy I think he already deserves. And if it takes this game winning it, then so be it. I, mm-hmm. I, I love greatness, and he's a great player, one of the greatest we've ever seen.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I, I think I'm going to stick to my at the time kind of crazy you have prediction. to you ha- yeah no you have to stick yeah. with it I, I have to stick i mean especially because it's looking it was i mean it was a really long shot when i said it and now it's looking like a, a you know 50 50 chance
0: well especially because you backed way off of it oh i <laughs> did yeah, yeah. well after the
1: first couple of games i'm like well I think I said like, this is starting to look like when LeBron was swept by the Spurs. Uh, you and, did. Yeah. And so, and it did, it looked, it looked terrible. And a lot of these I games have not been close at all. I think we are due for a game. A that great is game. Yes. Within five. And oh, so I, I hope so. I'm going to say cabs like by five. I think that's, I, I could completely see the Warriors winning this game. I mean, they, they worked all year to have home court advantage in game seven. They have it like that is important. The crowd is going to be completely nuts. Um, so yeah, I'm not going to be surprised at all if the Warriors win. But yeah, I, it's going to be close. I think this is going to be a close game.
0: Well, I mean, that's the thing with, and that's the other thing with Game Sevens, right? Like there, it, it, there's huge variance. Like anything can happen. It is, it, it is, like anything can happen in one game. Yep. It, yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I, I. Anyone. I could, one game. Forget about coming back down three to one. No one has ever come back down that. In the finals before you just throw that out it's this is a one game series yep just focus on this game and
0: any yeah anything can happen in one game no you're right and and yeah the uh i I mean there's there's talk around and i totally agree that like this is one of the biggest games in nba history i mean because you have because of the com not just because it's game game seven of the nba finals but you have the warriors claim to greatest team ever on the line although frankly given the the several huge losses they've had in the playoffs. I already think they've, they've given that up frankly, but regardless hmm. to be an all time great team, they have to win this game. Yeah. And on the flip side, like we're talking about one of the best players ever going to another level that no one really thought w- was possible. And, and I mean, it, it, the, the, what this will mean for kind of, for historical purposes is, is, is amazing. And it's a game seven, which are always awesome anyway.
1: Yeah. And LeBron's been to, like, I was surprised kind of looking back at finals. There have been very few game seven finals games um and lebron has been in, in one of them a few years which ago which was uh, against your first. yeah i don't want to talk too much about it but you know he's <laughs> <laughs> he's been there and it was that you know that crazy game six that the spurs should have won that um, that,
0: was, that was kind of a forgotten game because everyone remembers that game six and ray allen shot and all that mm-hmm. but that was a secretly awesome game also that game seven like tim didn't duncan have like 24 points in the first something half or like something that like yeah that? i think
1: i think i remember you mentioned this a little bit earlier on one of the shows or when we were talking and yeah you you forget about that because Game Six was the one that kind of got away, and then uh, it was just surprise ending. But yeah, so again, LeBron has been in this position. I mean, they weren't down; need to win three
0: in a row. They only need to win two. But uh, yeah, and, and he and he won that game with his jumper, uh, at hmm. that, that Game Seven. And frankly, that's that's if you we can we've done all this analysis, we've gone back and forth check about all these sort of things, pick and roll this matchups, this defense, that. If LeBron James is hitting jumpers, he's utterly and completely unstoppable
1: well yeah if he's shooting i think he's been shooting 50 percent from three uh, and yeah. not taking a lot of shots not like curry clay level of shots but like that's that's huge if he can uh, even if he's only shooting le- a little less than that but but still solid because he'll come like, I, I, there's a couple times in these games the Cavs are up uh the warriors are making a run and we talked you know on a previous show like this is a lot about runs you know warriors come back make a 10-0 run then the Cavs kind of help a little bit the the Cavs are up, and LeBron will come and just kind of calmly knock down a three at the perfect time, right? He doesn't take yeah. a lot, but like <laughs> the perfect time to like just put the game away.
0: And, but and you could just see it too in the games, though. Like after he hits a couple shots, his defender's a step closer. It's up on him a little bit more, and then boom, like daddy's at the rim. I mm-hmm. mean, it's it, it's yeah.
1: And we've yeah. had some amazing finishes at the rim.
0: Switching oh, hands,
1: yeah. you know, or alley oop dunk. I mean,
0: oh man, that alley oop! Oh. <laughs> I don't remember what game it was. It's still so fresh in my mind. Oh. Yeah,
1: yeah, some some good basketball. It's, it's it has great. been good.
0: Oh well, um, the good news for the Warriors fans is that. I believe they have only lost two home games um, or I guess three home games in the last two years of the playoffs. And I attended two of them and I'm not attending. I'm not attending game seven. So, but you laugh, but it's you too. You were at game two of the finals last year. I know. So. (laughs) and both games yeah both games like we are Le- we are lebron's uh both games lebron has been unbelievable and you're right what you get in person that you don't get watching it you get it on tv but in person it's so much more palpable the way he can dominate a game i mean like just dominate every facet of it in 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 a way that goes beyond the box score like you can just feel his control of the game and it's 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 awesome to watch it really is yeah well i am very
1: excited game 7 and uh yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens.
0: All right. Well, well, you have you have calves, I have warriors. We will we will be back for at least one more podcast, I think, after after it wraps up. Uh, but thank you folks for listening. We're gonna get this up right away. We're actually recording this Sunday morning. We'll try to get up uh immediately so you can uh hold us to our to <laughs> hold us, told us to our mistakes. Sounds good. See ya. All right, I'll talk to you later. Bye.